0: Hi everybody. My name is Mike Manning
1: and I'm Trinity French.
0: And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change.
1: With the number 2.
0: We help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner.
1: Ah, it feels super That's good us today. That oh, yes, yeah. does it. Yes We're loving this. Yes it does.
0: We are on episode number 3 with Scott Rudder and Dirk Miracle from Goosehead Insurance. These guys know what they're doing. They can write business all over the United States and they're working on getting certified in Europe for all of our wonderful <laughs> listeners, uh, east of the uh, Eastern time zone, west of the, which whatever they are, so. All time zones. Yes, all time so zone. glad to have you guys back again. The previous two uh, podcasts, wonderful knowledge. Today it's marketing and sales. And Ooh, I, I, I wedge this third podcast in for this reason. Because you in the last month, Scott, you're, just, you're you've just all of a sudden showed up everywhere, and it may not have been the last month; could be a little bit longer. You have your podcast, 10, 12 minutes, right? Gaggle with the geese. You just started that. You are posting. You're posting fool. And, but the Rockstar Connect part of it, and I want you to explain a little bit about that for people who don't know what Rockstar Connect is and why you are the National Director of Business Development for Rockstar Connect.
2: Yeah, definitely. So that's actually kind of how Dirk and I got started and how this whole partnership kind of uh, you know unraveled. So um, being the networking fool that I am and the posting fool that I am, I've just always truly enjoyed networking. You know, there's no more rewarding feeling than being able to, to your point earlier on the podcast, Trinity, just being that connector. Mm-hmm. You know, you put people together and then they end up being phenomenal friends and just, it's amazing to see what could come out of uh, this. Let things. me collect, yeah.
0: she collects people. She collects let people. Let me correct. yes, she. I do connect some people. Some network, but Collecting, she collects, yes. yes. So. I do, yes. <laughs> oh, that's our next podcast, <laughs> Collect and Connect.
1: Yes,
2: Anyways, collect, collect and Connect. Yeah, so no, so anyway, I mean, even in roles where I didn't need to do it, like SunTrust Bank, for example, they're not acquisition-based at all. They're all about deepening client relationships within what they have. But I did it. You know, I went out to Business & Beers, um, which is awesome. It's ran by Louis Vitello and Chuck Norman. They do an incredible job. And I'd actually reached out to uh, someone in California, Rhonda Sher, who's a LinkedIn trainer, and she put me in touch with Stephen David Elliott, who's the CEO and visionary of Rockstar Connect. And, you know, I went to a couple of his events and was impressed with, you know, the value in which Rockstar Connect, they're the largest event management company in the U.S. So it's kind of networking in a box, you know, Mm -hmm. and they really help you get that, you know, local celebrity status, which could turn into national celebrity status and everything else. So, you know, I had a vision for starting, you know, a Rockstar Connect. But wanted to do it differently than what a lot of the other hosts did it and how they ran it and everything else. Because I wanted it to be about give back to the community. So every other month, what we do at Rockstar Sphere is we make it about giving back to the community. And, um,
3: yeah, I think what the most important thing that we decided to do is there's so many different networking events that are out there that just focus on we're going to provide you the opportunity. Now go.
0: It's a kettle call. Yeah,
3: yeah, and that that has always bothered me. Um, it, it just because it's it, it leaves people out. I mean, if you're like Scott and I, where I don't mind going up and saying hi and you know getting to know who you are and you know seeing if there's a mutual relationship, but there for so many people that network, you just see them sitting up at the bar. There's free food. they they've got their napkin and they're just shoveling you know mozzarella sticks in their mouth, <laughs> and I mean they don't really see anybody. Or, or there's the people that go and like, oh well, there's my B and I group. I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna talk with them. And that's great. You're networking with them, but you're not networking. And, and so I think that's what we wanted to do is we wanted to give the opportunity to people to come to our event. But it's not going to be a spray and pray. You're not going to grab everybody's car and you're not going to hit them up later and hope that I just make one sale. We want you to meet three people. We're giving you the opportunity. We do games and we do events to give you the opportunity to meet three people And at that point, you can figure out if you can form a relationship with them to then come back to the next one and leverage those relationships to meet three more people. And that's how we made it a little bit different because it's difficult to, to network with 15 people and build that relationship with all 15. I mean, spend better time focusing on building that relationship with those people right there in that moment. And then go on and developed up with a one to one later on
0: that week. And then the networking event, Dirk, that I met you at was the go-karting place. Sure. And it was Nikki Crow, our friend, who said, Mike, I've been telling you about this event for three months. It's the best one going. Get your ass down here. And I'm like, All right, for Nikki I went. If anybody else told me I'm not going, but she got me down there, I met you, which led to you being on my B I podcast, which led to a relationship with you two getting here, but also met Bruce Hill. Yeah and he and I have talked, we've talked with Bruce about Mm -hmm. some stuff, and I met another person there uh, that the name escapes me, but I'm following up with him here probably sometime in June. So because you made... Scott Bloomer. No, I knew Scott before then, yeah. Um, But you made four people sit at a table for quality time, not like, okay, everybody's got a minute, go. Intentionality. We were there 20 minutes, yeah. You pulled names out of hat, but four of us were forced to sit there, and you know what? It worked out great. And That
3: was our smallest event. That had forty people. That was our smallest event that we had had oh, the whole time. Oh, perfect size. And so we were trying to sit here. Like, what do we do? I mean, you know, there was something going on that I think there was something going on that, if, that week or there was that, that, oh, that yeah. kept uh, our St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it was yeah. St. Patrick's Day, and so we were like, oh, we're not gonna have anybody. And you know, so the people that did show up were like, well, what do we do? Let's let's do a fun game that isolates these people together yeah. and force them for twenty minutes, talk, but do not do not talk about your business. Right. Yeah. Talk about who you are, talk right. about your passions, talk about your goals, talk about your family. And we did,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: And people actually, I mean, that, the, the response that we got from our from our lowest attended event was our highest rated event that we've had. Oh, done. I love that. That's because I wasn't there. Well, so see, I wasn't really going <laughs> to say that. <anymore.
0: laughs> so here, here's my takeaway from that and from talking to you guys today, for anybody listening out there, that if you don't like networking, kind of how to network, but create your own event right? If if somebody, if you go to five events and you like 20% of each one of them, there's your event right there. Just, but just start it. I think some people are afraid to start their own. We did our first sales presentation. There were three people there, but you know what? We had a presentation with three people there. It was 80%. Right? It
2: was 80%.
1: It was 80%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's okay. So you're going to have some, there are going to be some you're gonna fall on your face a couple of times, but you we started had, the event.
1: Uh, remember that wine and wisdom event where like six people showed up because oh, the there storm. was a thunderstorm that came through? Oh, and yeah. I was crestfallen because yeah. normally we have 30 or so people and it's a little bit smaller group, but we do icebreakers and we have fun, and um, it's very on purpose. I call it on purpose networking, Purposeful. not yeah. yeah, man. I was like, Mike. This is going to be horrible. There's only six people here. It wound up being one of our best. We sat down at a table together, and everybody got to know each other. We were all at one
0: table, you and
1: just, yeah. it well, was and those six fantastic. Really
3: wanted to be there. So.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah. they yeah.
1: really learned from each other, and they were able to develop a much deeper connection. Yeah. And they were like, this was great. They were like all really stoked about it. And so it's not always about the number of people. It's about the quality of the relationships that you can create from mm-hmm. the people that you have.
0: But part of your sales and marketing plan can be starting your own event. And some people are afraid to do it. And there may be five people there, but you know what, if it's run correctly, those five people are going to tell people and you'll eventually probably get it to where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. where
3: something like a rock star does help. If you don't know how to start your own event, if you don't have the, the social network to start your own event, and that's been the, the, the big key is that they will use their network to help you start that event. And that was, it's been a big help. I mean, maybe that doesn't mean it's a forever thing. It just means you're going to build up your credibility and relationship in order to grow your network so you can host your own event. Yeah, rockstarconnect.com
2: is a way to go. Stephen David Elliott, you know, obviously does a phenomenal job. You know, again, this thing is monetized throughout the U.S. There's over 100 events that take place. You know, we're just one of, you know, the many, mm-hmm. you know, 100 of, 100 of um, you know, chapters. But it's great. And, you know, I think our, our vision, too, um, with Sphere was, you know, we partnered with four other people. So we're all leveraging one another's networks, you know, which definitely mm-hmm. helps with the attendance as well. Yeah. You know, because people like you said, Mike, are going to come because I'm coming out of loyalty. Oh yeah, out to of loyalty.
3: Nikki, to Nikki. I'll go anywhere right. she wants. That's me to go absolutely now. <laughs> right. I think it's important for people, especially if you have a business that requires you to have a relationship in order to be successful. The one thing that I encourage people to do is do one uncomfortable thing every single day, and I don't care what it is. Just do something that makes you feel awkward awkward to awesome, because eventually that awkward is yeah, it's going to become habit. And, and and it's going to be something easy for you to do. And I mean, if you are if you are re- relying on those relationships and you're going to networking events and you are not taking that uncomfortable moment to walk into the middle of a group that's already talking and introduce mm-hmm. yourself, you're losing so much business and so much opportunity of growing your business by doing it. I know it's uncomfortable. I hate it. I mean, it's, it's. I'm. I'm not an introvert. I mean, I'm an extrovert. I just, you know, I. I, I just. You're I mean, impatient. Just, yeah. I mean, it's just I like got. You know, I'm. I'm. You know, barging in and you got that thing. Well, what if they think I'm a moron? What if that? What if I say something absolutely stupid when I go in the middle there? I mean, all these things are rushing through your head, but just do it. And even if you say something stupid, I mean, chances are most of these people are. I mean, they're, they're networking. They. They've said stupid things too. We They'll know. accept you and and you know just let you bring you into your group you've automatically met three other people just by doing that one uncomfortable thing then go grab one person and go sit and eat mozzarella sticks for the rest of the night you've already succeeded you don't need to do it again you've succeeded just go and use those relationships later on
0: we make assumptions about that group of five people oh oh they're not going to want to talk to oh they're good yeah looking
3: glass self is absolutely horrible
0: yeah but they're there for the same reason you are like i said to meet people that's it. And they probably would welcome. Bah, I've been to some bit. really
1: yeah. shitty networking <laughs> events where I'm like, I will never come back to this because people are clicked up and they yeah. they're just there for each other and had no. So be, boo to you crappy networking events. But yeah.
2: I'm going to say something, too. I mean, that I was a bad networker there for a while because, you know, when I would go out, you know, I hang around the same people. You know, much like, you know, we, I mean, we force it at Sphere to make people, you know, meet and and make it very uncomfortable, but comfortable through the games and the themes and the things we come up uh, with. But when I go out with some of my banking buddies to the business and beers, we'd all just hang out in the click. And then I'm like, what the hell are we doing? I mean, when I took the job with First Citizens, I'm like, that is acquisition based. I'm like, let's do this. Let's all do four corners. And then the thing is, it's, hey, you know, you got to go meet my good friend, you know, Josh, or yes. you've got to go meet my good friend, let's get a beer before or after, you know, during, but there's no need for us to just, you know, stay clammed together. So I think there's so much power. You should always partner up when you go to a networking event, you know, so you've got that yin and yang.
1: I call it triangulation. Yes. Love it. Yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, and she, Trinity's talked about this on a number of podcasts, the kind of what you do before you even walk into an event.
1: Yes. So I am what I call a shy extrovert. Um, meeting new people makes me entirely uncomfortable. And, but once I know people, I'm like, <laughs> she
0: collects You're,
1: you're them. my best friend. <laughs> Yay. But man, that first awkward moment. Uh, that's why I started my networking event, because I wanted something that I could be in charge of and running to take the pressure off from the fact that I didn't have to be just an attendee. But when I go to somebody else's networking event, like if I was going to come to a Rockstar event, I would reach out to Scott and say, Scott, who are t- your top three people that are going to be there? What are their names? What do they do? And Have meet me at the door. Well, that's even better, but then I'm going to go find those people, and I'm going to go up to them and say, hey, Dirk, I asked Scott, who the top three people were, that he said that I had to meet, and you were one of them, and And then instantly we have a connection because it's you, and now I'm talking, you know, they feel great because – they're one of your favorite people. And it gives us just a really warm, instant connection. And then I can then go from them. And then I'm like, so who else do you know here that I should meet? And then I just kind of meander my way through getting introductions from other people. And so there's never that awkward moment where I'm the one sitting, shoving my face full of mozzarella which, sticks, which that sounds also, which really good it. right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we're not knocking that, let's be clear. But the other thing that what she does, that strengthens your relationship because you're like,
1: oh, Scott said that about me, oh, mm-hmm. you know,
0: but it and she goes with a purpose instead of going back to the pray and spray or spray and pray. Yeah, I just.
1: Yeah, I'm, I like that. I'm stealing yeah, that. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's great. Not, I stole it from somewhere else, so yeah, not, you can have it.
3: <laughs> it's, I don't, it's not padded. <laughs> not
1: now. But networking is, is an art form, yep. and the only way that you can get better at it is to do more of it, and it's not something that in business you always have to do at the same rate, because when you're first starting in business, you have to ramp up and build your database of people that you're going to be networking with, and then you don't need to be out going to a million different events all week long, you know. But when I first started in real estate, I was out almost every single night. I was at everything that I could potentially go to, and I was finding the top two or three people at each of those events that I liked. And that's how I started my own event. As I was like, "Hey, come, you know, I like you. Come hang out with me Spider at my networking. event." Yeah, and that's where Ninja Networking started from was collecting people that I thought were awesome from all these other groups that you know, we're sitting there going, this group's just really yeah. not, we're not getting <laughs> a whole group, lot out of
0: this. And there's no vodka. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and but there's go, no vodka. Going back to
0: your point, Dirk, about the, the referral partners and networking, the event Scott and I were on last night, uh, I was there because of Mark and, and Tiffany. Love that. no other reason because we had met with them earlier that day, just kind of spitballing. Hey, they do different things, they love accounting stuff, and oh, yeah. and all. And we don't, we're sales and marketing stuff more so. So, we talked about that. But that's the only reason I got on there. It was seven o'clock at night, wasn't real happy about being on there. And I told Tiffany, she goes, Mike, how you doing? In the chat box, I'm here because of you and Mark Tiffany, <laughs> so Nikki, Nikki, and uh, yeah. Mark and Tiffany. You're oh, yeah, there. right, you're there. But what I liked about that event, and it's difficult. In, during coronavirus, if you have to host a Zoom event, you don't make it two hours anymore. It's one hour and be done, but you got to have a purpose. So Stephen David Elliott, the beautiful thing was I think there was 15 people on there. So I could get on there. It's like, okay, this is nice. And there were three people on there I'd not met that I needed just to get FaceTime. And he was one of them, and he mentioned that. But he just kind of went around the room. Everybody kind of got to talk a little bit. It was comfortable. It was not threatening. It was easy to do, and it was one hour. He's a master. Yeah. I mean, how he moderated that event. Yep.
2: It's a success is contagious platform, which is another part of Rockstar Connect. Yep. So, I mean, there's three programs that exist within within that. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome.
3: I think it's a, it, you kind of brought something up that hit a chord with me. I, there, there's a couple of different ways. And, and, you know, the way that Trinity is going to network is probably is a little bit different than the way that I network. And, and one of the reasons is, is because, you know, your customer exists all over. I mean, you know, as far as, as far as they're, they are in a specific market at that time to want to buy a house or to sell a house. Mm-hmm. And it could be anybody, but for, for Scott and I, our, our customers exist. I mean, like we have a very unique niche to where we are very driven in the new home market or, or the refinance market. So our networking partners are mostly lenders. I mean, some realtors, mm-hmm. but mostly mortgage lenders. Anybody touching real estate. Yeah, right. e- exactly. And, and so what... One of the things that I see a lot of people do, especially in our industry, and and have and, and struggle, is they go and they try to network with everybody. Everybody, And that's okay for some people because everybody could potentially be a customer. For us, a referral partner that brings in business after business after <laughs> business is a very unique person. And so if you come and you put this list together of 100 different people that you want to network with, you are going to become a little bit known with 100 different people. Our philosophy is a little bit different to where I narrow down 20 people that I want to work with exclusively. And I want to be everything to that 20 people. I I want them to know that this guy has my back. And so we break it up to where you can split up, we have an A week and a B week. And there's a group of people that are on our A week, and there's another group of people that are on our B week. and We get to touch them at least two times a month. And that way it just kind of goes back and forth and back and forth and you know if you go through this, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I fail at that list miserably just because mm-hmm. it is. You think it sounds simple. It is very difficult to do the follow-ups even with 10 people when you kind of get in the zone of just trying to get business written and get done. But at least it holds you accountable to say these 10 people yeah. are on my list this week. I need to either, i like to do one lunch with them back when we used to do those things. Like, you know, <laughs> kind, of, kind of like handshakes and yeah. all those things that no longer happen. Oh my tail, gosh. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. But, but now I can do different things such as, you know, why don't you, you send them, Um, like a set of Rubik's cubes to their family or do things so yeah so so they can you know show that you still care but I know that I can touch them here and then I go on to next week and I touch them there and I go on to next week and it allows me to be intentional intentional with a small group of people Mm -hmm. whereas I've seen a lot of people come in and they they brought poinsettias you know at Christmas time and pumpkin pies at Thanksgiving time and 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 they never built one real relationship and so I think that's you just be, be very careful when you are networking understand your business and understand who your referral partners are and analyze as part of your business plan that we talked about. What does that look like when I am networking? Who do I really want to be intentional about building that relationship with? And can I really add somebody else into my network and be able to manage that relationship the way that it needs to be managed? Great point.
0: People do not count that as part of their sales and marketing plan. So I'm glad you guys were explain that to people. Cause we always think of oh, sales. Okay. I've got to buy a radio ad or I got a cold call. But when you get to the point you want to get at, like you guys referrals only, that's the, the hard work you have to put in, but it pays the dividends.
1: Well, and I've started with wired to change and with my real estate business. And even when I was recruiting at Hunter row, I've done all three by referral only. Mm-hmm. So I don't know any other way to work than by building relationships. That is my wheelhouse. If you told me that I had to pick up the phone and cold call 10 people, I would probably wind up in the corner in a trash can throwing up because it would make me. With your new so, bottle of wine. With my new bottle of wine, <laughs> It would make me feel so sick to my stomach to have to do that. And I think that, you know, it's the least expensive way to yeah. market your business. You get to pick who you want to work with. And your residual income is higher. Now, I don't get, you know, I wish that I got paid a little bit on every house every year, but I don't. (laughs) Um, That would be nice. But, you know, it is what it is. But my clients come back to me. So when they need something a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, because I'm keeping in contact with them regularly, I'm the one that they're going to come back to. And I win a lot of clients because they don't want to go back to their agent because they either had a bad experience or they purely just forgot about that person. They can't even remember their name. Absolutely. And
0: that's what I love about your A week and B week, just the intent of it makes you aware. Otherwise, you're like, yeah, I'll get to them. I need to call these 20 people twice. Tomorrow's May first. I need to call these twenty people twice in May. Got it. No, you don't. No you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't force yourself to do anything. Yeah, so we have though.
3: a we have a Google Doc that's set up that helps us constantly go to, to track our, you know, track our activity, to track our sales, but also to track our, our partner activity. Yeah.
2: And with that small core people, those are the people that we want to rent a yacht or actually Sullivan Steakhouse um, and just do something fun.
3: You know, and maybe just maybe, for our maybe current go, referral partners right? that are listening to this. We have not started that yet, so I don't want you to feel left out if that has not happened to you. <laughs>
0: It'll be the headline.
3: But it is, <laughs> just but, it
2: is but, but, but but it is in the future, you know. I've I've got there I, we go. I've got ten ten referral partners currently sending me about five deals a week. I and could just we see like, Davis and out they're like, What in yeah, the, heck? the heck? Hold on, who, who's, who's been on who? this show?
1: <laughs> I didn't get the yacht invite. What is going on? I got
3: a freaking Rubik's cube and
1: somebody got a yacht. Well, well,
2: a yacht, it's more pontoon boat, but but again, we will grow up to the yacht. To can the be yacht. more fun. So, it can, can be a be lot more, more fun. fun. Yeah. So, but Trinity, I love what you said earlier, you know, it's and and, and you're a resource. So, it's a one-stop shop. Just call Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, they're going to find they're going to trust you to who who do you recommend for insurance or who do you recommend for mortgage or who do you recommend for a plumber? you know when it's about you know being that value resource they're going to call you for
1: everything right you know i'm their little yellow pages that's oh, right yeah. i tell
0: guys in bni because i'm a i do new member training every month and i tell them you know you've made it with a client when they call you to find a hairdresser for their wife then they know you know that I'm the only person they call it doesn't matter and I'm and I'm a roofer you demand and I got a client calling me for my new girlfriend new wife or whatever they need you know it's just that's when you know you have it going on so uh, another thing on sales and marketing uh, you guys are huge on LinkedIn because we just talked about sales and marketing where networking is most people don't think it's part of that but this is and we've had this conversation earlier there's a lot of free stuff on the internet right now while we're all at home. People should go find that. So talk about a couple of things you guys have started during coronavirus, whether you wanted to do it or not. So. Sure. Yeah. He's the LinkedIn guy. I know. He yells at me all I the know. time. Yeah. He has like a hundred pending <laughs> hey, 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 invites. I've got you know? a picture. All right. At
3: least I have
2: a picture. Who's this guy
0: Dirk Scott? <laughs> and it's not Scott's a talking about
2: <laughs> It's not your avatar. So... But anyway, a lot of credit to one of your earlier guests, Deborah Mathias. I mean, again, I've always been savvy on LinkedIn, but she definitely helped me step up and and take my LinkedIn game to the next level. But I mean, I'd say one of the things we do is we just make insurance sexy. I mean, it's not a sexy thing, but we bring sex appeal to it. And, you know, it's through our holistic approach that we take with our clients and through my discovery conversations that I'm adding so much, you know, value to them. And, um, you know, it's just... Uh, I'm going to give credit to uh, Neil Isaacs as well. You know, Neil Isaacs is a huge tagger. You know, it's, you know, hashtag network with Neil. And so, you know, he kind of taught me that. And, you know, it's always pulling from some of the best people out there. You know, he does the great accolade when, hey, thank you for the referral. Don't be too self-promoting of yourself. You know, everybody's going to learn what you do. And I find that other people can do your commercial for you a lot better than you could do it for yourself. I'm not very comfortable talking about. My, like Dirk's great at it. Um, and I'm probably good at it at home as my wife would tell you to your audience, like for wire to change, right? Share that, you know, because again, there's a lot of value add to people that listen to your podcast or, you know, Deborah's LinkedIn local event or, you know, Sherry and Lou Everett. So it's just providing value on the post
3: that you put out Well, that's out why there. we started gaggle with the geese. Yep. Um, and that's something that we've been having fun with and it just started like, well, how do we use this zoom thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, okay, well, we've got a zoom account and Let's just, you know, we paid somebody like 10 bucks to create two really nice looking backgrounds that say, you know, the goosehead guys and have our names on it. And so, you know, we got those up and we said, well, let's just, let's just start inviting our referral partners on. And let's just, again, like to Scott's testament, let's not make it about business-ish, you know, let's not make it about us. Let's just, we have three questions that we, that we really ask. And it's the same questions every single time. So audience that keeps watching it can be like, I wonder, what's this person going to say? Like or inside what's... the actor's studio. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Love yes, the end of that Yes, show. with a little more personality. What's than, your favorite cuss word? Do that. you ask them that one? Yeah. are going to
2: replace the nickname. I don't like the nickname question, yeah. so we'll replace the cuss word.
3: Well, but like, but like what we do is, um, <laughs> you know, like we, we always ask, you know, the, the, the first question that we ask is, if, uh, if you can go on a vacation anywhere, where would you go and why? Because I think that's such a broad question. And everybody's like, everybody's so different in what they answer. And you get, you really find out a lot about a person from where do you go to vacation. Exposes her personality. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to do. I mean, because you can talk about your business all you want to, but you're not really letting that referral partner know who you are. So we've had, I mean, testaments of people that have been on this that I have met people because of my answers, because we share those exact same likenesses. You know, the other question is, and we always do a local spotlight question there. Where do you eat? Where do you drink? So on and so forth. But the other one is, why are you, why are you... Different than everybody else that does your business, because obviously there's a bunch of realtors. Mm -hmm. Why why should somebody go with you? And then the last one's our favorite question is if you could sit down and have coffee or a drink with anybody dead or alive, who would you have it with and why? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just it's so fun to listen to people's answers to that. I mean, we've had anything from Will Smith and Samuel L. Jackson, George Washington, George Washington, and I mean, it's just it's
1: fantastic. Oh man, I'm I'm grabbing Janis Joplin all day long, and we're having a hell of a time.
0: But the consistency for people listening on this particular show you're hearing is you guys created your networking event. Now you've mm-hmm. created a podcast that connects you with people in a non-business way. So now, as you said earlier, they go out and do your bidding for you. That's oh, said. tell me, Oh, so I heard you on the podcast. Oh yeah, those guys are great. You need to call them. Have you noticed, I guess in the last month or so, since you've been a little bit more aggressive out there, that the phone's ringing a little bit more?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. ab- absolutely. I mean, it's it's you know that uh, I call it visibility, credibility, and consistency. And I also need to give a huge shout out to um, my man Justin Mitchner. So he is with Spartan, and I actually have a social media you know content creator that puts up all my posts. You know, so no oh, credit to me on Oh, i was going to be impressed. But but credit credit to him on all the great things that he puts out there. So um, I would encourage anybody out there that needs a custom content guy you know, give uh, Justin Michener a call. And that was introduced to me by Rob Yo, the Mortgage Pro, actually. So, because so I was much, impressed by his content right. and his LinkedIn
0: yeah. post. But there's so much free and easy stuff on the internet right now while we're sitting at home. Canva. Oh, I'm learning that through Drago and my son Cameron. I'm learning. So when I post twice a week on the podcast through Drago and Cameron, they help me create that image. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it was free. And it took me, which Drago and Trinity will tell you, not gifted technology wise, took me about forty five minutes to figure it out. I'm good, so I'm well, creating another one.
3: I'm getting another one. I mean, I love uh, um, Big View. Have you guys have ever heard no? Of what that? Big is that? Oh, it's so fantastic. It it. Uh, what what's the 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 what's people's number one reservation of doing any video whatsoever on? Afraid how they
0: look or people call them silly. And and, and, or,
3: and what yeah. if I I can't speak right? Yeah. I just I can't put a thought together and it's just gonna sound muffled. I'm gonna have to ed- I don't know how to edit. BigView allows you to type up your script, and you upload it into the app, and then you hit play, or record, and it brings it up on your phone, and it just starts scrolling like a teleprompter into the screen right where you're looking at. You can't tell that you are looking at... It's, it is nice. fantastic. You sound... You sound like a genius. Well, I guess depends on you're not going you're not gonna you're not gonna look like one if you write one. good. If you write like good like enough, genius. yeah, you, you you have people like wow, you you'll such, be awesome <laughs> at that. You yeah. do such great videos. Yeah. How do you do that? And, Why and, did a
2: big big view fail? So if you guys want to see what a big view, you know, shit show looks like, you know, I got a lot of criticism God. for the one that I recently <laughs> put out for Deborah's, you know, LinkedIn local. So she said it looked good. I got a lot of criticism. For you did. I still because I looked at it. You did the
0: one the other day. You did the Freddie Mercury Queen black suit, black background. When I saw this, like. Man, that's Queen. That's like Freddie Mercury would be doing that. <laughs> there's a but lot of there's eye. a lot
3: of tricks that I mean, like for less than a hundred bucks on Amazon, you can buy a green screen and decent lighting. Yeah. You just throw it up in a corner, and you know, and always make sure that the screen is above you, looking down, rather than I mean, you don't want to be like this. <laughs> yeah. That chin just the you know, double felt, chin
1: yeah. and yeah, yeah there's a, there's
3: lazy a, eye. A lot uh-huh. of tricks. Trust Bald me. Just look the... up the goosehead guys, and and, and if you need, give us a call. We'll help you walk through simple tips on on how you can be a little bit better on screen. So I
1: have a question for you guys. You're sitting here with two of the best business coaches in the biz. What question do you guys have for us that we can answer for our listeners?
2: So I'll I'll go first on that. So why should people consider a coach? Or you know, what benefit and value do you provide as being the two best coaches in the state of North Carolina, is what I'd say. Well, at least
1: in this room. Well, (laughs) yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. I'll go with this room. (laughs) So... Coaching is so individualized because there are, we are actually talking with a few other coaches because I have a coaching network of people that I refer out because not every client is the right fit for us. Not every person is at a point where they're going to need maybe long-term coaching. Some people need short-term coaching. So for us, we're really helping people that are looking to create processes, systems, sales and marketing procedures, Um, and that want to approach coaching from an accountability and structured standpoint. Now, we'll help with the head junk. I mean, I love getting up in people's heads, but that's not our primary focus. We're much more structured in our approach for how we are coaching someone. And that's not for everybody. Some people just want a venting session. So and that that's, would that's, not that's
2: not you guys, Yeah and
1: that would right. not be a great mm-hmm. client for us because mm-hmm. I'm asking them at the end of every session what their homework is, what they're going to have done, what they want to be accountable for mm-hmm. the next session and for someone who does not want that accountability they're going to be really uncomfortable and we're probably not going to be a great fit.
2: What I just took away mm-hmm. from that Trinity is, you know, you guys have a custom tailored approach to the kind of coaching that you do. So it's more of a boutique, you know, coaching you know, it that, you is. Guys, that you guys yeah. do. And I love that. That's yep. very unique to other coaches and kind of their practices and everything. And you know what coaches to put them with if you two aren't the right fit. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I've something. been,
1: I've been in coaching now for 15 years and I've collected a bunch of amazing coaches. So when somebody, when I, you know, I know I love StrengthsFinder and when I find someone that I think could use, you know, Strength fine. I have somebody to send them to. If I have somebody that I think they can use, Colby, I have a Colby coach to send them to. So, being able to be that resource for them because sometimes there's something that is beyond my area of expertise that I know someone else is an expert in.
0: And we're different in our approach because I've. Uh, this is my fifth small business I've owned starting from scratch. I've not done anywhere near the official coaching she's done. She's read more books than I've colored in, and, but I'm getting better at that. Just so I'm starting to read more. But we do it different. So if we're going to do, if we're different, why should we make you do it the way we do it? Uh, again, one of the questions I was telling one of our clients today that I learned with my wife years ago is I finally started telling her, "Let me tell you what I see instead of you telling me what I'm looking for." And once I realized that life got a whole lot easier. I went up at the grocery store or up in the attic looking for something, let me tell you what I see. And so we tell our clients that as well. Through your eyes tells what you see, so we can help you that way. Instead of saying, "Here's the box, we're going to make you do this."
3: Yeah, because different got,
0: lens. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I don't know what they see and what they want. We don't know what they get accomplished till they tell it. What they want to accomplish till they tell us that. So that's the beauty of of coaching, I think. One of them is we're all different. What do you want to be and what do you want to do and how how should we talk to you? We even talk about. We're laughing today. What's a safe word for you when all hell breaks loose and you're down the rabbit hole? Tell us something so we know we're down the rabbit hole with you, because mm-hmm. we may not know you well enough to know you're down the rabbit hole. For me, it be frog. I'm scared of frogs.
1: <laughs> That's your safe word, <laughs> but my, yeah. Sorry. Where do I start with that? Frog on the phone the other day. Frog, frog. <laughs> That's
2: not <all> I know.
3: <laughs>
2: but I, I'll just say you guys have the best reputation out there. I mean, again, everybody knows you both, and. Uh, I know that I'd be very comfortable referring you to anybody that I come across out there. Well, that thank you. That we holistic it. discovery, you know, um, coaching tailored approach. Yeah, also. we appreciate you having us on. No, That's let's do it. Awesome. You guys people, are awesome. Yeah,
0: but people have to want to be coached, mm. and we don't want to work with the people that think they know everything. Coachable, <laughs> no trainable, yeah. open. But yes. you, you, and those are the people that want to succeed. And I tell people all the time, you pick me, the most successful person in any industry. And I'll tell you, they got a coach. They've got a mentor. They're always reading. They're learning. That's why they're there. And yet, you're seven years in your business. You're still only making $42,000 a year because you won't take advice from anybody. Yeah. You tell me what's a smart way to go. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. But we have fun doing it. I'm glad you guys have a coach. People should have a coach, period, whether it's us or your coach or anybody they know. But just go find somebody that's going to help you because they're going to see it different. But at the end of the day, you got your accountability part, too, don't you? For sure, because you don't want to show up at your your next uh, appointment one to one. Yeah, I have didn't it. do that. I was <laughs> oh, really. I had to do it every week. <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have a solid uh,
2: framework, and also, if you guys don't know the Smiths, Jenny and, and Brian Smith with the Culture Index, you know, again, they they run a cool assessment. That yes, then,
1: I know Brian. We're in a peer group together.
2: Yeah, he's amazing. Love love the Smiths. Yep. All
0: right, so where can people find uh, the Goosehead guys?
2: Well, at 305 East Main Street, Clayton, <laughs> next yes. to the Clayton Chamber, in the, uh, if they want to visit us. What did by you call it? The, only, but,
1: the butt crack of North Carolina? Oh, what no, did this, you call it?
2: We're down in the butt at that point. The, the butt-, butt crack well, is uh, right there between. Okay. We have a lot of great restaurants we're, we're by, and, and of course, uh, Deep River Brewing and The Revival. Um, yeah, right across so, from Hometown
3: Realty, right right there in uh, downtown Clayton. So we got, Excellent. We've got a plethora of wonderful places to eat i got to say Morose and Pledore. In, 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 in one the podcast. Man, yeah, you,
2: you, you've, it. Had, you've had a lot of wins. why I smile so, smiling so used, much I've today. I've used all
3: my words. <laughs> <laughs> I use your big you
2: words. You have
0: to go find some new ones. So they can find you in Clayton physically. Physically, yep. Where else and, can they find your Website, yep. uh, social media stuff.
3: Gotthegoose.com. Yep. And and I'm D Y R K E. If you type that in, you're not going to find too many other people other than myself.
0: So yeah, D Y R K E. One of the great names. I told you that when you're on my other show. I mean, Dirk Miracle. How cool is that? (laughs) That's like Hollywood. Somebody said that's the same. It
1: sounds like you're supposed to be famous. Well, it's like here, John Smith, sit
0: down. We're going to give you a new name. We just created this name. It's just it's one of the great names.
3: I'm waiting for the fame to catch
0: up.
1: It will. You're well on your way. You're very well known, very well respected, both of you. And now you're going to be very well respected in the insurance industry, Scott. So I'm excited to see your success. Thank you
0: so much. So So glad to have you guys. We uh, uh, hit on a bunch of things for current and future small business owners to think about because we've all made our mistakes, but we've all found some things to uh, uh, pat ourselves on the back and you're allowed to do both. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.